0: Welcome back to We Are Live, Chris Dem and Travis Thoreau. We're on the Facebook live stream, and if you're downloading at home, thank you. Be sure you've subscribed and throw us a five-star review. Big hour, last hour with Travis uh, surprising us all with a -a six-and-a-half-star review Mm -hmm. of a Beyonce documentary. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, almost maybe more surprisingly, he surprised, I'm saying surprised a lot, you us with a very unbiased view of music and entertainment throughout the decades, and I'm—I don't know—I don't really. Very know how objective. I'm
1: very respective of my elders, and so you're older than
0: me. Oh, joining us in studio, live from Mid- Coast <laughs> Studio, Grand Center, St. Louis, the great Charlie Marlow from Fox Two. Damn. What's up, man? Great to be here, fellas. Nice shirt choice. Can it's, I borrow no, that? Oh no! Can I oh, borrow oh, that oh, yes. shirt?
2: You know, it's funny because I asked Gardner. I said, "Is this going to be?" Kind of on TV or on on the web. And he like said, "Yes." Yeah. So I TV. Said, "Well, no, you know, just the internet." And I said, "I'll wear kind of a talkable shirt." <laughs> I, like I like that. Kind, that kind of a shirt a nice. that it can start a conversation. I like
0: it. So Gardner went with a professional sportscaster on your. <laughs> I, th- I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> do, you do yeah. radio. You do TV. I mean, does that fit?
2: I will take that, and I'm sure that's a, a play on uh, mm-hmm. the famous or infamous Kevin Demoff. Uh, Chiron, super graphic, as they call it in TV. Uh, so I'll take that, yes. Uh,
0: Could Would you tell us about cast. that That's for really people quick, that don't know? Yeah, what is that? That's a quick, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, quick yeah, dive get... for all of our listeners. For those of you that don't know, Kevin Demoff uh, is an executive with the uh, now Los Angeles Rams. He Warmly was a, the St. Louis uh, Rams. a villain mm-hmm. here in St. Louis. What happened?
2: So the Rams chief
0: operating officer, I mm-hmm. believe, That's right? A big so.
2: big title. Let's be real. During the whole process of relocation... Stan Kroenke never said anything. Right. And you know now, we know now after the fact, the reason he did that is because I think he was smart enough to, even if you don't like him, nobody likes him, but he, he wasn't going to lie. Right. Because if you asked him a question, of course they were trying to move the team. Right. Of course it was an inside job with the NFL. We all know that. We right. all know the process was window dressing and right. everything with the uh, – Oh, the town hall didn't the mean The town halls to you? and all that and the fans <laughs> with their Rams horns and all that. But clearly <laughs> – especially when you play it back, how many times? Because Demoff went on every media outlet. Yes. And he was asked a lot of tough questions, whether it be print, TV, radio. And then you go after the fact, once the Rams leave, and you realize he 100% lied several times. Several times. I mean, right off the top of my head, the one where he said that, plot of land was not for a football stadium <laughs> and that was obviously where they're building, property where they're <laughs> building and then he's talking to the la times or whoever it was he was he was speaking at his high school in la and he said i'll never forget that day i had my morning coffee and stan called me or i called stan or whatever and some I'm, adult
0: contemporary playing in the background right. as he spoke by the way it i felt like a it was, commercial
2: i think it was stan there or kevin there i can't remember exactly but And I looked out over this plot of land. I said, that's our football stadium. After, of course, Mm. telling St. Louis, no, that's just a piece of real estate. Stan Kroenke's just a real estate guy. So I made the graphic (laughs) and I think I put Kevin Demoff, Rams COO slash professional liar. Mm. And I never thought it would go viral. I really didn't. I thought it'd just be kind of funny. (laughs) And I did kind of sneaky stuff like that a couple other times mostly just to make like a couple people laugh. And always it would be somebody listening from the radio, and they'd screenshot it, they'd send it to me on Twitter, but they never blew up, of course, nationally. So I never thought it was a big deal. And people are saying, oh, libel and slander. First of all, no, because he is a liar, (laughs) and we can (laughs) prove that. And they're in court right now. We'd like to
0: go any further on it.
2: Look, Fox 2, I think it was one of those things where they were supposed to publicly not like it, but they kind of did, but everybody's boss has a boss, of and course. we were owned by Tribune at the time, so I had to apologize that night. But you guys know how the internet is. Yes. The next day, it's over because people are outraged yeah. about the next faux scandal. Right. So I think if we would have waited literally 12, 24 hours, I wouldn't have had to apologize at all. So it is what it is. I think we had some fun with it, and uh, again, Fox 2 publicly didn't like it but i Why think they're okay. Why do you keep okay capitalizing publicly when you say? It? <laughs> well, i think it's one of those things where look, everybody everybody was mad at the rams. Of
0: course. I mean, yes. We were the, even whole the people the that rant. were like St. Louis yes. is terrible. Of course they're going to Los Angeles. even those people could acknowledge there was some slime. There at
1: are all. people from Kansas City and Chicago who are like nah, for real no, That's messed up. That's it. St. Louis is getting screwed here. So everyone recognized the the city of St. Louis is absolutely getting screwed in this situation.
2: And now it's obvious even from a legal standpoint exactly. several times over. I know they didn't win the arbitration case with Rams Park, but that was pretty cut and dry yep. right. of, of the agreement right. that Stan could get that for a buck, even though it sounds nuts. And I think that will further the evil empire, Scrooge McDuck, Stan Kroenke legacy because Lou Fuse is out there with the kids. <laughs> yes. With soccer. With soccer.
1: Every weekend, that thing's packed. They're working and hard. Yes. Yeah. I
2: was there for Isaac Bruce doing a big charity flag football event last summer. So you just know that Stan Kroenke going to scoop that up. You just know this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No more soccer for the kids, and he'll turn it into some type of mall or something, for uh, sure.
0: Yeah. Travis, could you pen a script that would turn into uh, an evil rich guy in about I, 10 years? <laughs> kind of doing that. You just, it's, a, it's a classic move, right? I, I
1: think that Kroenke introduced us to what it is to be a billionaire. Like I think a lot of people had an idea as to, oh yeah, billionaires, these guys have a ton of money, a lot of wealth, a lot of influence and power, but you know, that's only in New York and L.A. and Hollywood and big time here. Uh, St. Louis, you get a little dose of it. Got huh? a little got baptized in it and realized, oh no, this is what a billionaire can do, and he can do
2: anything he wants. And when you look back, I don't want to say we were all dumb, but I think we were all very naive. Yes, and agreed. maybe this is a bad comparison, but when you look back to the steroids era in baseball, do you ever look at what Mark McGuire looked
0: like? Yes, yes, yes I love yes. it because at the time I mean everybody, everybody's like, well, you're humans are just large now." Right. <laughs> humans are That <laughs> was the far back. We've evolved. And, hey, as a human. I'm like, he has 270 pounds with no fat. <laughs> <laughs> He's not slow either."
2: And look, I was I think I was 16 during the 98 home run chase, but you look back at pictures he had a basketball on his shoulder. Yeah. He had a basketball bicep. Yeah. He had a basketball forearm. Neck remember, about the as wide as this table. Right. He looked like a bodybuilder. I remember reading Sports Illustrated, and one off season, I think it was Dante Bichette, but they were <laughs> they were giving him credit for putting on forty pounds. Like, man, this guy one off season. He really works out and forty pounds of off We kind of, of read that stuff back Christ. in the day. Like, man, these guys <laughs> are in it. They're really working hard. <laughs> they're in the gym. And so again, this is a, a, a bad analogy, but looking back. With Stan Kroenke, think about all the major players. All right, let's start with Jeff Fisher, who I really like, but why was he brought in? Right. He's from LA. Yes.
0: We are not he losers. He played
2: <laughs> at USC. Yeah. He moved another franchise, yep. right? That was asked to him during the interview. The interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, they brought in the coach who could facilitate a move. That's why Jeff Fisher was brought in. Look at we'll Demoff. Get that fixed. Mm. Demoff is from LA. Yeah. Demoff's dad. The super agent represents all these guys, represents Jeff Fisher, right? And then Stan Kroenke. You you talk about being a billionaire, and I feel like deep down we kind of still said, yeah, well, he's named after Enos Slaughter and and Stan Musial. He's one of us. He's not going to move this team. This dude had lived in Malibu for how many years? 20 years. Like he was no longer, let's be real, he was no longer a Missourian. Mm -mm. I'm from Ohio. I'm from Toledo, Ohio. I haven't lived there since... 2000. I've lived in St. Louis for 11 years. But that
0: mud hen tattoo that you have, mud hen will tats, never let you I mean,
2: get away. I mean, it's great, but I'm saying, like, at what point are you no longer from where you're from if you haven't lived there in over a decade? I just feel like Stan Kroenke was a Hollywood Malibu mogul. Right. That, ho- that said, Hollywood
0: hairpiece, really, should have told us something. Piece.
2: But I think again, we're kind of folksy here with, oh, Stan the man and Enos Slaughter. He's named after him. He didn't care about any of that. Right. Mm-hmm. It was all about the money. And of course, he moved it. The s- the second he did, the valuation doubled. The second that Stadium gets built, it probably triples. Yeah, I think Gardner's
0: laughing. Uh, hit your cam, Gardner. It's,
3: it's the voice. It's the the folksy the folksy voice. Mm, it is. But we all said, oh, that. It, "Oh, he's also, named after Enos. But he like, oh, even <laughs> when Charlie does the voice, he has to have the hand <laughs> motions. in yeah. the man. You do.
0: Man, it, and I don't. I don't know if we'll ever see anything again quite like that, right? Although people that were St. Louis Cardinal football fans probably thought that as well. Like, well, at least we're past that and we can well, move forward. Well, I don't think
1: we'll see anything like that, but it is, I, we talk about this a lot on the show and I, I've heard you speak on this as well. I think St. Louis is that little city that wants to be the big, be with the big kids. It wants to hang out with the, the Austins and Nashvilles and the Chicago. You world. say
0: you do, but then you don't always exactly. practice what you preach and the fact that you kind of get caught up in your own little...
1: And, sure. th- and that's what I'm curious, from your standpoint, covering sports in this town, knowing how important it is to the city, but still knowing that a lot of people's mentality is kind
2: of small town it, it, to a degree. How big is t- Toledo? Toledo is TV market like 70. I want to say the, the city is like 300,000. You went to
0: college in um, Peoria?
2: I went to Peoria, I went to Bradley and Peoria, so that's like market 110, 120-ish, kind of a mid, a, it, mid a mid, city. Like, Toledo to me is a minor league town, and uh-huh. I say that with love. Like, yeah, we yeah. are, you right. joke about it, but we are the Toledo Mudhens, right. and the Toledo Walleye hockey team, and that's, that's the biggest game in town. Like, for us, the Mudhens are the Cardinals. I mean, Triple right. A baseball, sure. and we are a minor league town. We're not a big city. St. Right. Louis, obviously, uh, a much bigger city, And I I do think when you talk about kind of comparing, it does seem like, when when I first moved here, it does seem like, and and still this is the case a little bit in my opinion, that St. Louis has a little bit of the the little brother complex with Chicago. And I always kind of felt like Kansas City had the little brother complex with St. Louis, but then... They win a World Series, and now they're the baseball town. They got Get Pat a few Mahomes. more tech firms, and <laughs> right, and yeah. we lose our football team. So I just think
0: all of that is silly,
2: right? Don't you think? I mean, I know it's. I fun agree. Fun no, it's so. Yes. I
0: lived in Kansas City for two years, and getting uh, not into it, but having awkward discussions if I wore a Cardinals hat to the uh, to the hardware store yeah. got really old. I was like, guys, I bought a gray Cardinals hat so you'd stop realizing I was wearing a Cardinals hat. (laughs) And these people still, oh, Cardinals fan, huh? And I'm like, okay, now we have to do this back and forth where, oh, are we joking? Are we not? Like, is this? See, and that's different.
1: But as you being a person, like, I, I see it in St. Louis a lot, and I'm curious, how difficult is that for you to engage in sports talk in this town, knowing that so many people live and die almost on every detail? whether it's the Cardinals <laughs> hey, or it's, Blues. It's now, funny, now, I'm not man. saying that yeah. exempts other cities like New York, Chicago, wherever, but it just feels like here in St. Louis, there's a little bit of extra onto it because it is so much part of the fabric of the entire city. Super
0: focused, despite it maybe being a larger than... It's not a small town, but you'll get that. like A lot of times, people in Los Angeles, New York will be like, well, you're huge baseball fans, and there's not a lot going on in there, Right. So you have a little bit of that, but then also you also create an environment where I bet if you're uh, Adam Wainwright, he's just fine with how Cardinals fans are, right?
2: Yeah, and I think, I think back in the day, Colin Cowherd had a funny bit where he was talking about Johnny Benzell. Midwest sports cities. And what you brought up is perfect because, look, if you're in San Diego, L.A., I love sports, but I love the beach. It's yeah. 75. Right. I would be in Linden. shape and
0: boogie boarding daily right. if I was in San Diego. I'd be jacked, Trav. I was in
2: L.A. once for New Year's, and, I mean, you're walking outside on the beach. People yeah. are playing beach volleyball yeah. on December 31st and Don't January 1st. Don't care We're about a backup second <laughs> <Right>. baseman. <laughs> That's where <laughs> Cowherd, and I can't remember the exact line, but – He was joking about Midwestern sports cities, talking about the Milwaukee's and the St. Louis's and the Pittsburgh's. And he said, wings, wings, beer, beer, pizza, pizza, sports, sports. Like that's what we do. We go to the sports bar. We eat our nachos and our wings. Yep. I say that with love and we just love sports. And that's where I think I really love St. Louis because I'm such a baseball fan that we joke about best fans in baseball and baseball heaven. But I truly believe it is the greatest baseball town in America. And part of it is what you said, because it's, Woven into the fabric of what it is to be a Saint Louisan, and I always find it really funny. Now, there's certainly the Bluesers as well that do this, but if you compare it to like Canada, I mean, what do you think Winnipeg's doing yeah. right now when they have nothing <laughs> yeah, else to live for? That's a good for. point. That's a good, Alcoholism, depression. <laughs> it's cold. Summer lasts what a week? Right. Yeah, but I always six find days. It, yeah, I always find it really funny. Early in Cardinals baseball season when people are going nuts on Twitter. And I understand Twitter, it's always gonna be like the 5% that's kind of crazy on each side, but, oh, Marcelo Zun is terrible. The rotation is terrible. Everything's terrible. Like four games in, I'm I'm like, come on. You're the best baseball town in America. You know this is a long season. We're 18 games in. People are ragging on Marcelo Zuna. I get it. He fell down. It was funny. Yeah. But then he it was hilarious. Like Twenty runs. Yeah, it's right. true. Right. Joe Kelly's
0: reaction actually was the best part of that whole yes. thing. Yeah.
2: And and Dexter Fowler, oh, and now Dexter Fowler is good again. Right. And the starting rotation is going to be terrible. For eighteen games it was bad. And then for three outings here, not not great, but you saw what? You saw Michaels with a good outing. Right. You saw Dakota Hudson grinding through a solid performance. Jack Flirty gave up four last night, but he struck out ten. Like at the end of the day, these guys are going to get back to their normal type numbers and they're going to be fine. I always find it funny that people go nuts... Over one baseball game. I'm like, dude, they play 162. They play every day. Like, right. Right. two months from now, it's only going to be game 58. <laughs> and there's 100 more. Right. And everything will change yeah. six times again. Like, it'll, it'll will. be good, bad in between three more times. Has, <laughs>
0: right. has anybody, so Charlie, we know you from uh, obviously working radio together. Uh, co- I think we co hosted a TMA once or twice I together. I think we did. Yeah, but either way, in radio, TV, online, you've had some fun, obviously. You've always struck me as a guy who was very chill, laid back, didn't need to really prove anything to anyone. Svelte, as some commenters are saying oh, in, the, uh, in that. So just to, to add that on to the uh, list. No, has anybody ever crossed the line, whether it be TV, online, radio, whatever, have you felt like you said, okay, stepping out of character, no more laid-back Chuck, Uh, I'm mad. Or in person, too, because St. Louis is pretty good about that, Travis, wouldn't you say? Despite the new thing that people yell at you when they see you. uh, (laughs) They say six and a half booties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, has anybody ever (laughs) taken it too far? It's weird because I've always thought that, like, Bro, if you want to talk smack, I bet we're two degrees of separation on Facebook away from each other. Mm-hmm. We can probably find each other, whatever it is. Has because anybody you, crossed that line? You are you have... the
1: rascal, and you have fun on oh, Twitter, wow. and you, but you have a ton of fun on Twitter, which is awesome. Is why I love you, but I would imagine being in your position, there's got to be someone, and I'm not going to pick on any part of the St. Louis metro area, probably South County, who probably decides Saint that- Char- This is a St. Charles is, move. Uh, well, it probably is, okay. but right. fact is, you, I would imagine you've come across- a few people who've been more than snarky and have gone
2: to a point where you probably wouldn't want it to go. 100%. And that's never happened in person, and people are very nervous. Nice.
0: Well, because yeah, sh- sh- okay. five foot eight guys with beer guts stand <laughs> right. next to six foot four over here, they're not feeling so tough.
2: But it's also funny because even though I've been here for now, it's basically exactly 11 years, mm-hmm. and I've been on TV for a while, but I'm not Mike Bush or Frank Cushmano, yep. yep. or Martin Kilcoyne. Those guys have been here for 20 plus years, right. and they were always the sports director on all the time. Right. I kind of worked my way up from behind the scenes and reporter and weekend you He was a grinder, and trap, Grinding yes. it out. Mm-hmm. So I always get, man, you look familiar. Or sports guy, and you know, <laughs> channel four, channel, and I'm like, no, channel two. So like, I always get, I always get <laughs> that. Film critic, actually, right. <laughs> thank you. But rarely ever does somebody actually know my name, but at the gas station, like, sports guy, right? So I get that type of thing. So people are always great in person. But yes, of course, social media, Facebook now for me, you know, back in the day, I used to love Facebook if you're single, try to meet some ladies. How great,
0: or, we're, the, we're about the same age. Facebook was snap a photo of your hammered picture at mm-hmm. 2 a.m. and all your college friends will think, it's going, maybe even throw up a picture of you making out with a random girl at a bar. I don't know. Now Aunt Peggy's on there. Exactly. And she's got thoughts of the T-shirt you're wearing that and, day.
2: And some political thoughts, usually. Uh, right. And, and Uncle, Uncle John as well. Yeah, well back in the day... you got to watch out for them. For sure. Back in the day, yeah, when it was uh, spring break or Halloween, you're checking Facebook for yep. all the ladies. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Costumes. Right. Before, but well, that no. was
0: after you took the digital camera and then physically uploaded sure. it, too. For sure
2: and now so i'm married i have a 15 month old beautiful baby Congratulations. daughter thank you so i i still enjoy facebook mostly for the baby pictures to let my family yep. see the baby and all that but you know if, if you have a close friend you're going to text them you're going to call them right. you don't need facebook for that so i've i've tried to really avoid facebook i really think and you know i'm not trying to get into this but the whole the the 2016 election with the with the politics of Facebook it, got, it made you hate like so horrible. many people that you like Good and you God, just had what a to, purge. just you had to unfollow <laughs> right. and you just i don't even care if you're a republican democrat independent like i just i don't want to go there for that i, I want to go to twitter for that right. anymore sometimes i just want to check out your comedians check out your sports and i just don't even want to engage and that's why with the social media twitter's kind of my my favorite social media i don't have instagram i don't have snapchat
0: so we've been clamoring for a Chuck Marlowe Instagram. Yeah, I should get I that. on that. You should make that Just happen. just him in a in a new flannel every day. I'm into <laughs> get that. Get it sponsored. I like yeah. that. But I was randomly <laughs> Duluth checking... Trading Company presents the Charlie Marlowe Instagram.
2: I was randomly checking the settings of Twitter for for a random reason. I can't remember, but I saw the mute list and I noticed I had muted 114 people. <laughs> so this is my move. If you, someone, uh-huh. say, blocking, uh-huh. if you block someone, as Doug Vaughn would say, block him. If you block someone. You also you give them the satisfaction of they got to you. Yeah. Right? And I think it's better to mute them. They're still sending you tweets. Apathy is the best revenge. In the ether, mm. and you never see them. And it's kind of the thing like what you're not supposed to feed a troll. Don't feed the trolls. And my thing is like I I have I have very thick skin and I love to joke around. But sometimes too, when you go to Twitter, you don't want to be randomly aggravated by a stranger for no reason. And I know I should right. not be angry by that, but if you click that mention and Cardinals fan 87 422 says, you suck, I hate you. Like, right. it's hard for that not to kind of seep into your brain a
0: little bit. And yeah. my
2: thing is like, I just don't I don't want that in my orbit. I, right.
0: you know what I'm saying? I, I I'm let saying that activate my hillbilly sometimes, and it's I'm just not like, to. you wouldn't say that to me in person. Hundred percent. That's what which I, is which is totally unnecessary. That's what I way. got. That's that's why I'm a
1: block button person now because of that.
0: Because well, you're not an emotional guy. You're really calm no. I'm very even keel. Yeah,
1: I don't yeah, ever yeah. overreact. <laughs> right. But
3: no, I, I I'm. Um, <laughs> but did, did you want to pitch your idea of Magic Johnson? Running the Cardinals. There, instead was, of John there was a small
0: right. movement oh, last year that I tried to I wouldn't to, call it a movement. You yeah. screamed for like twenty minutes about. Well,
1: there was a moment where John Mozalock was I thought personnel wise he wasn't uh-huh. uh, making the type of decisions I would prefer. Well yeah. and We've I seen was seeing how working, those have worked out. He yeah. had a rough
2: couple years, let's be real. <laughs> and so and, and at the time no, I was like, support Travis. who better
1: than Magic Johnson? A guy that was able to get LeBron James to come... this guy's doing it. He's look what he's done for the Dodgers. The uh-huh. Dodgers had done yeah, well, right. he had he had galvanized He's not the. Not really
3: for the I, No, mm-hmm. but
1: still, Magic being there was mm-hmm. Magic being Magic, mm-hmm. and that's why the He missed. He Dodgers, swung and missed
0: on Bryce, but he it's was all his he fault. Was there, mm-hmm. and so remember I, that late night show. I,
1: I, I, he, but here's the thing about those magic. theaters aren't so great here's either. The beauty about Magic, mm. Magic will do so many things and fail, and yet when it's time it's for got something a great to smile. happen you still call on magic johnson just,
3: that is amazing he he quit and just said yeah i just want to go home but I'm here's happier.
1: the thing but here's the thing <laughs> magic johnson you to do that you will still find a major company where there's like visa or well, who, somebody big in la will still go yeah we should
3: get magic johnson gonna ha- and gonna they, have they will an hire app. him there will be a magic app
2: yes it <laughs> will yeah. and that that press conference it sounded like he just did it almost on the fly and didn't tell his superior. Didn't. And it seemed like he's like, dude, I'm magic Johnson. I want to be able to tweet about basketball and say something Basketball (laughs) without it being tampering. He's like, dude, I have a billion dollars. I just want to have fun. And not have people say that's tampering. When I say Kyrie Irving had a nice layup. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's why, and that's it. why I thought Magic Johnson would be a son. Now, okay, now looking <laughs> back on it,
0: do you want to be on the record as agreeing with him, Charlie? Be careful. Yet.
2: Here's what I'll say, though. I mean, compare that to Phil Jackson, who goes to the Knicks, gets mm. paid what, ten million a year? Didn't yes. do anything at like, all. Didn't attract one. Alienated one of the greatest agent. players on earth and LeBron James. Right. <laughs> so Did God could, knows what to Jeannie Bus. Exactly. <clears throat> you got Charles Oakley fighting people in the stands and all that. <laughs> you could make the case that Magic Johnson, his number one job was what? To get LeBron yes. to yeah. the Lakers. He yes. did his job. I was surprised that LeBron was not able to bring the friends right. quicker. Now, maybe right. Anthony Davis comes, but I thought he would bring a Kawhi right. or get Paul George because they're all tampering anyway. They're of all course. with the same agency, and they have you know the, the record deals or whatever it is, the podcast. I mean, they all tamper. I mean, right. they, they call each other up and, hey, where do you want to go? I mean, that's what happened with Miami. Yeah. LeBron's like D Wade, Bosch,
0: Let's do this. I'm
2: going, but you're coming too. We're gonna to win some championships. Custom LeBron.
0: jet skis and NBA rings.
3: Le- Lebron's yeah. gonna come out with a rap song, just asking for Anthony Davis to come to the Lakers. At this yeah. point, why? <laughs> well, how's that tampering? <laughs> I, I <laughs> don't know. What it it was a rap. It was a lyric. Actually, they should do that. It's an now. artistic endeavor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but one of the games, I think it was at the end of the regular season, and it was the Lakers playing the Raptors. I don't even know if LeBron was playing because he was injured. But after the game. He daps up Kawhi, then mm-hmm. he goes, "We'll be in touch." And that was like—it just sounded like <laughs> we, like huh. the Lakers or my people. Like
3: he didn't even hide it; the camera <laughs> was
2: right there. Like no, no he just came,
3: I just, he's just—I he I want him to be in Space Jam too. Right, right. <laughs> That's all it was.
2: Funny magic story. Props by to Kawhi
3: once again, by the way, for wearing New Balance. Gotta love. Hundred
2: percent, and mm-hmm. this is not good for for the radio show because it's a visual. If we can try to find it, but. I worked in Lansing. Oh, don't Lansing. ask him to do anything that's not planned. Well, this is easy he will to explode. I worked in Lansing for two years, Michigan State, and, of course, Magic. He's from Lansing and went to Michigan State, and they have this statue outside of the Breslin Center where they play basketball. And I love Magic Johnson. This is the worst-looking statue in the history of statues. Before that, Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> Oh, one, that I was remember? terrible. That was really bad. Okay, Magic Johnson, you got to Google this. He looks like Morgan Freeman. The, the face looks nothing like Magic Johnson. Everybody's (laughs) talked about this from the time it was erected. You you need to Google this statue because it looks like Morgan Freeman. It's hilarious. And it's right there outside. People are always taking pictures with
0: it. What do you you think, Gardner? Can you find it?
3: Uh, Give me a second here.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll tell you about uh, Buzz's Hawaiian Grill really quick. And we're going to hook Charlie up with a gift certificate for coming by today. He can get himself some... uh, Masubi. Masubi. Maybe. Get you some poke. Maybe some poke. Some, Buzz maybe. came in and uh, filmed with us last week. Great guy. Wonderful family-owned restaurant. Check out their Facebook page to see locations throughout the St. Louis area. When they say aloha, do you know where it comes from, Travis? I would imagine it comes from the Greeks. It comes from the heart. Mm. Oh. It's a word packed with so much significance. Aloha. is application for all facets of life, not just in saying hello and goodbye. Check out Buzz's Hawaiian Grill to find out the true meaning of of Aloha, family-owned, and all over St. Louis. Cannot say enough good things about them, and that should have bought Gardner just enough time for the Google image search. Oh, my. That.
2: Oh, Jesus. Oh, my. So there's a Michigan fan, of course. Well, that Always during the uh, the oh. rivalry week, they go and they try to, to draw the M on, that's on not, Magic Johnson. That's not
1: even a human being. But that's
2: the thing is, look. Now, of course, with Magic Johnson, what, he played two years at Michigan State, so he's yeah. probably 19, 20 years old. So, okay, he's got the athletic basketball body but the head looks like a 60 year old that ain't that magic
0: day, Johnson. that day i crossed over into dupree <laughs> very narrow very it's narrow it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like ronald mcdonald like, it's,
3: it's mean, horrible the stan usual statue is a little rough
0: that's
1: that's
3: that's arsenio hall oh, that's not magic and
0: Johnson. i realized he was more felt in his college years but he was always a, a, a huskier guy right like that's not that's jj walker uh, yeah
3: that ain't it's just i don't buy a bad statue
0: <laughs> yeah Thank you, Charlie. I'm glad we got to see that. Hey, you are a father now. I am. How has that changed? Are you going to try and sell him one of your Sesame
1: Street t-shirts? No. Oh, well. I'm first of all, first of all okay. no, I would not do that. But if I'll probably, buy one. If he was interested, that's interesting because uh, the character's name is Detective Charlie. Really?
0: Yes. After Charlie Marlowe. Uh, um, sell the hey, t-shirt. Sell I the t-shirt. It. I like it. <laughs> but I
1: have I, I, one of my best friends. Oh, look at the Detective Charlie. She's such a sweetheart. You can go to buyjack.com backslash
2: that's Charlie. That's very cool. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way, Thank with you. what you're doing this summer. I'm very happy and excited for you. I've always kind of wanted to try to get into the comedy writing and i've always thought that would be cool and i've never really done it so yeah. i think it's awesome that you're doing thank
0: it. you i appreciate it. i have become you do sp- it on twitter it's kind of the same thing man. I, yeah now, now Make that me it's laugh. very
2: weird my friends are changing
1: specifically the people that are in the studio mm. are treating me differently but mm-hmm. that's it's no big deal <laughs> but now that you are a father <laughs> <laughs> though <laughs> now that you are a father though how has
2: that changed your perspective on everything it certainly does change everything. I think sometimes, especially when you have a daughter, people say, oh, well, now you think about treating women differently. And I always think to myself, like, do you need to have a daughter? Right. <laughs> to because I have a mom. Right. I have a little sister who the same fears you have, you kind of have about your little sister as well. Just because, look, we're guys. We know how guys are. We know how guys talk in college and all that. You know what guys are looking right. for. And so, of course, down the road, you're worried about all of that stuff. But just... It's, it's such a, a great thing that every day, and it's a cliche, but you just look at that baby, and she smiles, and she says, ah, to get picked up, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and you hug her. And it's, it's so fun. And no matter what happens with work or some idiot on Twitter, good day, bad day, you just know that that baby depends on you for everything. And a hug from her, or as she's now becoming more vocal, I mean, literally every day is a new word. And that's nice. just really cool when you start to say a word and you know, she's got her little puzzle with the bus and the truck and the train and you say, bus, and, and then she says it. I mean, right. and you see that development every day, every minute sometimes. Right. I mean, the next day, we were gone on a vacation, my wife and I, so my mom and dad are watching, watching Janie Mae and we come back and I swear in a week, it was like a different person. I mean, Gosh. she was walking faster, she had twenty new words she was saying <laughs> think about how different
0: your child is that you haven't seen in a decade. Let's relax. We don't
1: have
2: to bring that up anymore. No, it's it's the best. People say, Oh, you can't beat it. You really can't. It's it's the best thing in the
0: world. No, at every time uh, I think when we're younger and not, and it's like maybe not as uh, expected or I guess you could say acceptable. Whenever your friends or people you know start having children, you're like, okay, sure. But then once you get into your 30s and like everybody's having kids and they're right. people that uh, have done things and they're not just. I'm not. I don't want to get too far into it, but whenever enough people that you respect start being like no listen <laughs> this ain't a this isn't just a trope this is the real deal and i don't care about you anymore what, what it's is, all about the kid what are
1: you and the wife's picture strategy when yeah it comes good to question posting important pictures question. Of the young. because i'm curious because i have friends that are on both of the suspect uh, spectrum i have friends who who post uh new photos of their children uh, like at least three to five pictures a day. And then there are people who, uh, who recently had kids who don't post at all. So when, how, what was your
2: posting a picture strategy with you and the wife? It's funny you say that because when you first have the baby, now first of all, you, you document everything. right? And then again, because we live in this social media world where everybody does the little, you put the baby on the, the blanket or mm-hmm. the chair and you have the blocks for one month, right. and two mm-hmm. months. Chalkboard. Chalkboard, yep. whatever it is. And then, you know, right now I like crying and I like laughing and Sesame Street. (laughs) I like interrupting dad's nap. So it's funny because you're into that the first month. Okay. Second month, third month, month four, you don't even do it on the exact day. You forget it's a week later. You know, month (laughs) seven, I guarantee you could go back to my Facebook and we probably religiously did that, let's say one month, two month, three month. My wife, Jess, always wanted the same outfit or a different outfit. Whatever it was, I put her in the wrong outfit once. I put her in the play toy. That wasn't right. <laughs> and then we probably ah! haven't done that. We probably haven't. I think we did it for a year. Right. Because a year is a big deal. Yeah. My baby is now 15 months. We haven't done the whole blocks in the chalkboard t- in probably
0: whatever. Seven. <laughs> By the but
2: because t- you just, dude, you're tired. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to change the diaper. <laughs> right. Yeah. By the
0: time you have your third kid, they're, like, they're lucky to make it into a picture before they're five. <laughs> like, right.
2: <let's... laughs> and two, you know, I'm... With the posting, I try not to do too much, but I think the, the family members nah, like to see care. it. I wouldn't yeah. care, but Screw again, yeah, you know, see, you know what?
0: unfollow right, me if you don't like right. it. Right,
2: and I'm sending a lot of the pictures and videos to my parents and my brothers and sisters directly. But and you know how women are too. You got to take all these pictures. You got to take about 27 of them. Have and then women I, be photoing. I, photo I, I be give idea. it to my wife. I say. Because she's gotta can't, look good. Can't upload it. Baby's gotta look good. Yep. I, I know. Now oh, that, really? You know how it is.
1: Oh man, no, I'm single and lonely. But I can understand having someone there who loves you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I try not to Whoa. do it. That too was much. real.
0: Yeah, we get a maybe little maybe in peek New York. In maybe
1: maybe you'll find. <laughs> maybe that's a. Well, that's my goal, my goal, because (laughs) I. I That was an earnest suggestion. No, no, I'm glad you said that because I have come up with a strategy. I've shared it with the guys that that I am going to probably be a New York Five, which is fine. I'm not worried about that. That's pretty high, but I'll take it. (laughs) The fact is, the one thing I consistently see out of New York is you see these amazing, beautiful model type women who are always with those schlubs. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they're with them is because for their own self-esteem. But that's just the right. I don't have the, but I'm schlub-like.
0: Okay. Yeah, so you I, need the, right. I need, to I, be that guy. So what, if you're just listening, no video, they're making the money sign. Right. right. All right so Johnny the fact, so mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So, I mean, can I borrow some money Mm-mm. from some of y'all to no. make it? Well, the you
0: fact all do you
3: do need is find, one though. photo.
2: You're, you're yes. a young, charismatic, good looking hey, dude. Hey, hey, relax. But I mean, you'll, you'll find someone. Do you even want to right now?
1: Uh, not necessarily. So unless it's like Rihanna, like, hey, oh, i like, hey, okay. boo, I'm like, I'm ready to settle down. I'd be like, all right, baby mm-hmm. girl, let's do that. But no, you're right. I think I am, because I am morphing into the mogul, I always thought I would mm-hmm. be. Okay. I, I wouldn't say that I'm like a black Aaron Sorkin. You're going like to be making sandwiches for
0: Big Bird, boy. Mm-hmm. Come on, man.
2: <laughs> I'm proud of you. I think it's awesome.
0: <laughs> Stealing. You know, he's going to gonna, gonna get an HBO deal now that I've angered him to this have, point. You have yeah. absolutely pissed yeah. me off. That would be
2: awesome. When I was in college at Bradley, I applied for an internship with the David Letterman show. I've always loved ah, David yes. He was my guy. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I did something similar.
0: That's akin <laughs> so, to Tommy there. being an intern here. No, I'd say that that's
2: by. about the same, right? <laughs> and so one of the years, I think it was my junior year, I applied to be an intern where you'd live in New York for the semester, it would have been the fall semester. So I didn't even get an interview. So I'm like, whatever. And then I don't know if somebody quit or decided not to, but like right before fall break my senior year, I get a call and they said, you applied last year for the fall. Are you interested in the spring? And I really wasn't because I was about to graduate. That would have been my last semester. But I go, man, David Letterman, I gotta gotta take a shot. So I happened to anyway, be in Washington DC with my buddies. We were hanging out fall break. I actually drove up to New York And I interviewed and I did not get it. But I always kind of wondered how my life would be different if I had, because even though I love sports, I just feel like if I would have gotten that internship and if they liked me in any capacity, even to take the the smallest, lowest paid grip or staffer or helper job, I don't feel like I could have left. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And I feel like everything would have been different.
1: Definitely. I I I think I apply for the same one. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then, <laughs> this is no surprise when it comes to an internship, it was like, hey, this is 60 hours unpaid. Yeah. Yes. In New York. <laughs> in New York. You're paying New York. for your own. You're paying for uh, your own. like, oh. Board. So it wasn't like, oh, you show up, right. you get to put in a couple of hours. Instead, and like, I'll, no, I'll they work want at a brewery
0: there. in the summer in Columbia and have the time of my life. There you yeah. Go. And then also,
2: go back in time, what was happening, what did we learn with some of the interns yes. that maybe – Travis, you and I weren't the exact interns that mm. uh, David, who I love,
0: well, well, he, was, was he looking dodged, for. You yeah, t- yeah. talk about the use of power. He uh, yes. he dodged a a machine gun worth a bullet. He,
1: he did the Jordan retirement thing. He was like, yeah, yeah, "I'm gonna yeah. retire before it
2: get too hot." Right.
0: So people to ask too many questions.
2: What's funny about that is that happened right before the Me Too movement. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we kind of look at him a little differently, right? He's
0: not even. He's not even put. Aziz Ansari had a bad date and gets put in yeah. the same. Frickin' conversation is Harvey Weinstein, and then Letterman, which whatever you do, what he, but he's not even a thought in my opinion, and other was, than what we're doing right now. Right, and
2: it was always funny to me that that whole Me Too movement. Every day, you would wake up. You would check your phone, and it's like who'd they get this morning? Yeah, I'm talking about for like two months. Yeah. yeah, it was basically every news anchor. Yeah, like what's up with the news? Yeah, it, it, like, like every news anchor. News I can't, anchor every dude, I've was, been
0: to Fox too
2: many times. It seems like a very nice environment. It's a great place to work, <laughs> and we don't have that going. But like every national big-time news anchor, we're all about the same age. We grew up with it's like you too,
0: really, man. Right, and like that, every single one. And that
1: it, I still think the Matt Lauer one is the one that really messes with me because. That's the. I, I know it's silly to say that's the last person I would think, but like Matt Lyle was locking doors. He had a button underneath his desk. You know what who, is that?
0: You know who got out in time? Willard Scott. I heard he blocked <laughs> a lot of doors. Gardner, you've got an audio clip, I believe, right? And guys, get your fair fouls in. We'll read. Charlie will help us vote on that. It's, uh, right. it's the topic. We put a topic out. People send us their thoughts on it. The topic today. White folks who haven't seen Frasier, mm-hmm. so you could win ten dollars <laughs> to Buzz's <this> Hawaiian <laughs> Grill. We'll do a little Charlie, voting. Charlie, you, we'll Frasier? Have some you fun. watched Frasier?
2: I watched it uh, no, I growing up, but I wouldn't say
0: I watched it religiously. Yeah, I know. I Just had Seinfeld kind of to watch,
3: right? Well, I watched that too, and Frasier.
0: Well, some of us went out and played in the yard. <laughs> okay, I did too. Uh, I don't think so. Probably smoking cigarettes what? with the bad kids.
3: What time? What time of day? Uh, or what time? I didn't start smoking till I was seven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Mm. That's oh, pretty late. Yeah. Legal life. disclaimer. Okay. Country Club forced me into it. <laughs> um, nice. I wanted to revisit something with Charlie here for a moment. Okay. Um, oh I'm going to flash a picture up on the screen. Charlie, and be like careful. This man, and I to I want to hear from everyone what it makes them think. What I, it know, makes them I know what this feel. is going to be, I bet. Go so I, I, want, I will show you the image here. Tell me what you're feeling when you see this image. Travels. Mm. Uh, oh, no. This is different <laughs> than what I thought. I love
1: this because this is my favorite part of your show. Now, when you try to explain
2: this to your co-host, and I'm still, <laughs> I'm still right on this. By the way, okay, this is a you picture. You are
3: not right. I'm
2: 100 right. You
3: are not... Hold on, we'll get to that. We'll it's get
1: to that. My favorite part of your show.
2: So should we? Should we describe this? We so,
0: so, so what? This? So on on uh, the show with Martin. Yes. You guys talk about this.
1: Yes. It's <laughs> my favorite. It's my favorite is, moment, and we talk about. So this was the uh, the Fast and Furious Seven. Seven, eight, nine. Fast and Furious Seven. This is Seven point two.
3: Screen grab from basically the final scene. Right.
1: Mm. This is Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Last time. So you've time, seen Fast and Furious. I 7. have seen this and what, I've seen this what part. What kind
3: of emotion comes out of you when you see this? Part?
1: I I absolutely bawl. Thank you. I bawl. I I bawled when they showed this. Dude. Like I, I I kid you not. That when they got to this part of the movie, what's wrong with you? I kid no, you. Look, man. You're right. That's Paul. Like first of all, that's CGI. Like that's that that was this was after he passed. Oh, so it's not real. So or that's a brother,
2: like, one of his brothers. Or one
1: of his brothers, yeah, yeah. The, So yeah, when you done. like think about all of that and what they went through in order to make that scene possible, and then of course you realize that this is the last time you're gonna see Paul Walker, a part of this franchise, and he was he was the core. He was the reason why you showed up to the movie theaters it was because of that beautiful beautiful face and that amazing acting. And this is the last time we would see him. Chris, and they split off. To a side and road, he drove into heaven. He did not drive to heaven. He, he drove just, into he heaven. Off ramp to another highway. I've, ne- I've
0: never seen the film, but I'm pretty sure he drove into heaven. <laughs> so he did drive into heaven. He basically, <laughs> Vin
2: Diesel goes right, I believe. Uh-huh. Paul Walker goes left, <laughs> right. and he's driving up, and yeah. the light, the light brightens, <laughs> Thank and you. the the camera, I believe, he called a tilt. The camera yeah. tilts Thank up you. as if he's. I'm dead serious. Right. I'm not even joking. Chuck is not yeah. his. Stuff. I am dead serious, and look. I brought this up organically. This was not a bit because I watched the movie the day before. And I now listen, I'm kind of emotional. I couldn't believe how emotional I got. And it mm. wasn't like I'm Mr. Fast and the Furious. Was but this
0: pre yeah. or post-child? It
2: might have been pre.
3: Pre, okay. it was... Uh, Did you I, know your wife was pre? I looked back at a date on something and it would have been September 26th. I'm not sure of the particular year. I'd have to okay. look into that. It was that. probably two years ago. Yeah. So And we, again, we're it all was pre, I think. We're all
2: about the same age. And I'm not saying like, oh, I had a Paul Walker poster on my wall. I didn't. But when you grow up, remember Varsity Blues? Yes. Like, okay. On. You don't He's you're like not attached you're not
0: attached to Paul Walker. You're at- attached not. to the whipped cream bikini. Please. I am, that's Thank true. You. But I'm just okay. saying
2: when you think about varsity blues and then all those Fast and the Furious movies, and it wasn't like I was the biggest fan, but you watch them, they're entertaining, they're fun. Right. And then the way they did that, honestly, I thought was very touching. Yes. I mean that dude died in a Horrific Actually fashion. Yeah. Yeah. he the daughter and all that. Mm-hmm. And okay, they kind of laughed at me and said it was corny. I thought it was cool the way they did it at the end that, what, I guess at the end of the movie that he had married the, what, the Jordana Brewster character uh-huh. and had a kid or whatever. But at the end there, that was them saying goodbye to that character. And I thought they did it. They had the song, the, what's the song? It's been around. Yes. Oh, All I'm saying is, Without look,
3: you, my this was
2: not a bit. This was genuine. I thought they did that really well. And of and course, you, these guys, you watch
3: this before. Like <laughs> right. I used to produce for Charlie and Martin on the midday grind could be heard doing to one, the coveted hour on 590. The mm-hmm. Nice. Um, you watched this before you went on for a sports cast, right? That's, isn't that what happened? <laughs> Something like that? Or you oh, or or car- thought, or you Cardinal thought of that three to one? That wasn't man. like my
2: routine. <laughs> right. Right. <I> probably, <laughs> it's the only way to get in the right frame of mind. Right. I probably, to be honest, you know those shows, those movies, is it like TBS or TNT where every movie is always on at 2 a.m.? Yeah, right. yeah, you yeah. want to go to sleep and then you catch it like 45 minutes in like, and yeah, you can't know. not finish yeah, watching it. Watch it. It yeah, was one man. of those scenarios. Maybe I
3: could clarify what happened sure. here. Let me play some audio and see Oh, if we oh wow. It. You're, You're going to do out this out one. exactly what happened and why this is beca- became and still is a talking point on Charlie and Martin's Boy, radio Boy, Martin's
0: show. not a good guy to have uh, go. going after you either. Yeah. Play this
2: clip last night on Fox 2. All I can think about is Paul Walker because at the end of one of these most recent Fast and the Furious movies, that's the song that they play as they do this really cool tribute to the late Paul Walker where his car basically drives up to heaven at the end and they play that song and it's very emotional. And all I can think about on the set is the late Paul Walker.
0: Now that's really weird. (laughs) I haven't seen the movie either, Gardner. I'm thinking the same thing. The car drives up to heaven? Okay. How stupid is that? (laughs)
2: It's a tribute to his dad's stuff right here. I understand here. that, but a car driving to heaven. Okay, listen. The way they end the film is you have Vin Diesel in a car, Paul Walker in a car. They basically line up and they kind of look at each other like, "Brother, I'll see you again." And then the roads fork. True. Vin Diesel drives one way towards like Santa Monica Boulevard, and yes. the other one goes to heaven. And then Paul Walker's <laughs> car seemingly continues to rise as it goes into to the heaven. sky. Yes you jerk. Unbelievable you guys. You're he all gets
0: pulled over by ashes. chip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then the music drops like that yes! at the perfect time. And the tears. The yeah. tears oh, come I stand by this. And you can make fun of me, it's fine. But <laughs> I did get emotional when I saw I that. It. What I was alluding to is, I think the night before on Fox Two, they either played that song, mm-hmm. they played that oh, song, no, okay, that's, and that's right what made Right before you me went on, think of it. And <laughs> I couldn't get through my uh, Cardinals highlights.
3: <laughs> I love, I love that. I Martin. just would have loved to see, just at one point in that sportscast, Charlie just stop and just. <laughs> Shake his head. But you can hear down. it in his voice. That's why I
1: love that That was that a generational audio. thing. That was dead, not Ron,
3: understanding. It was, mm-hmm.
1: And then Martin just
3: laughing at Chuck's... But, you have but feelings, You know, you know what, Martin, what Martin does well when he's doing little arguments... He does nothing and, well. ...and bits like that, <laughs> is... It, it will bother you because he's not even really looking at you when he's doing no, it. You no, no. can see his brain going, and he's just coming up with his next line. You're like, You're not even listening to me. And he doesn't even know who Paul Walker is. He <laughs> doesn't care. All of his references are from like 1986. Well, what right. did you guys think when they
0: were saying that they were going to CGI Paul Walker in for, t- uh, what was it? It was uh, Fast and Furious Angelic Drift 12? Like, that's a little tasteless, I think. Though. I think we well, got go, to be the away. franchise right I now. Think I'm that, I think, like, I'm going to have it. him scooting oh, around. Right. Oh, heaven? You like go disrespect the franchise don't know, on this show, like, man. That, don't do that. That's kind of taking it too don't, far. You, I mean, does
1: the money to the go to his family? Y'all, like, be, a, y'all be a mad disrespectful to us. Does he, does this he have to, does he to run down high school? What series?
3: What's the name of the series? The Fast and Furious. They can't even decide what to call themselves. they furious one day. They're another fast
1: and furious. It could be the fate of the eight. And then nine, I think, is... Man, you fast. Bust a rhyme.
2: They don't
3: even know what their name is <laughs> Thank you. anymore. Look,
2: Travis brings up a great point. I'm not even Mr. Car Guy. I know that Tokyo Drift one, apparently, yeah. wasn't great, and it wasn't the same cast, but... Also, no.
0: but the Lucas guy who lived in Columbia, and we hooped with him at the uh, Mizzou Rec Center, and he was not very good at basketball, so I couldn't ever respect the franchise after that. So <laughs> it was kind of a bad
2: one. But my thing is... If, if that movie is on, again, right. TBS or TNT, whether it's 1, 8, Drift, 6, 5, yeah. I will watch it, and it's pretty Thank good you. because there's action. Yep. There's guns. Yep. There's cars. Yep. There's hot chicks. Yep. It's just one of those easy movies to watch. Like mm-hmm. If they have 9, 10, 11, if it's still Vin Diesel, if it's still The Rock, if those guys, Ludacris, whoever, if those guys are in it, I am going to watch it. It's yes. almost like, not to an exact degree, but taken. After a while, you're like, how many times can this dude – or a family member be kidnapped. But right. I'm like, I'll still watch. I'll watch. Right. Because.
0: Clint Eastwood Neeson, has signed on. you to watch that. Clint Eastwood has signed on to direct the next uh, Taken, <laughs> given the uh, and you events s- that he heard of from Liam Neeson. You Travis. said
3: Taken, and it made me want to tie two things in here real quick. Please do, please. To I love your tie-ins. Out. But uh, you mentioned Taken. It immediately made me think of Frank Cusimano, mm-hmm. uh, simply because when he does his radio show, he uses the clip from that uh, Taken monologue in his own monologue probably once a month at least. Right. Right? That's fair. Um, you also mentioned the mute button on Twitter earlier. Were you the one... Here, here's the thing between uh, muting and blocking. Frank used to block me on Twitter from time to time.
0: That was fun.
3: Now he has me muted right. and doesn't know how to get me off, so he does not get to see any of my Rick Pitino jokes, right. which my with the hashtag, hashtag Pasta Prematura directed at him anymore, and that bothers me a little bit. That actually. should bother you, right.
2: which I love. But because I mute people, if you still... Tweet at Frank. Mm -hmm. I believe if he presses his mentions, he will see a little box that says tweet is unavailable. Mm. But you can then kind of unmute him even instantaneously. You'd have his producer
0: fix his uh, Twitter settings, right? Right. Yeah. He ain't ain't messing around. These guys
2: are old school. Frank and Martin, I mean, a little different generation.
1: You know what I'm saying? Than us. It is right. We and
0: uh, good looking. Look at this. Look at this.
1: Yeah, we tr- really are. Look at right. the three. At Garner, can you like? Do you think we could headline? Garner, you do you think we could headline Coachella? You Thank, Thank you.
0: Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Boy band. Look
3: how hot it I'll is tell you that. what. Wow, let me we have. Me we in have in the
0: there. diversity. Yeah.
3: Now I'm. We the, the, am I uh, the older guy? Uh, the fat guy?
1: friendly. Yeah. You are. You are the joy Fatone of the situation. No, you're
0: the man. No, you're the roadie. You're the roadie.
3: I could definitely pass remember the English
0: hungry. guy in that Marky Mark movie with uh, where, he was, uh, where he was. It was a Judas Priest been Judas Priest remake
3: for uh, for an old lady in about a month and a half now.
0: Because all that scooter action getting you in shape.
3: I guess so. Personal record today: ten minutes, twenty-two seconds from my apartment. Lou Ferrigno
0: gave him a personal recommendation to stop riding scooters. He sat right in that chair where you're at, Charlie. Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk, said, "Stop, stop riding those scooters. Walk to the pizza buffet."
3: I am. I'm reducing my carbon footprint. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm. How about Lou Ferrigno back in the day with Arnold and Pumping Iron? Yes. Mm -hmm. Just that's one of those movies too that if you just watch it once a month, it's so interesting
0: (laughs) to see these dudes. That's just good diet and hard work.
2: Arnold talking about just banging all the chicks and he's smoking <laughs> he's smoking hot at the end. It's just like an right. unbelievable documentary. It's, and then you see these dudes in the old school gyms in the 70s. Oh, yeah. and, I mean, with no shirt on and no shoes on and just lifting and flexing. Just and musk
0: filling yeah. the room.
3: Is Venice Beach still a thing? It, uh, is.
0: Yeah. it is yeah it actually is it still is i will there there take my shirt off and definitely. work out definitely mm-hmm. no doubt about it they would ask you to move along it's homeless <laughs> up by the road pal like, skin rules <laughs> two miles away pal <laughs>
3: i'm just trying to do a pull-up but i just hang there yeah. for like a minute <laughs> you need, uh, I need I help, did, buddy?
0: i did
2: one pull-up oh really venice beach about four or five years ago when the cardinals were playing the dodgers in one of those playoff series and so i'm like let's go check out venice beach and you see those basketball courts from Whiteman Can't yep, Jump. Yeah, and then you see the old school outdoor gym. Mm-hmm. And they also have all of these almost like acrobat rings and they stuff. Do. You see some dudes who are looking like they could be in Cirque du Soleil. But I said, I'm going to do one pull up so that I can say I worked out at Venice Beach. <laughs> so I did exactly <laughs> one pull. I want to go there
3: and use Charlie those Marlo. rings then and just do the Vince Vaughn just, from old school and smoke <laughs> a, a cigarette, cigarette while I'm yes. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my move.
0: Uh, Charlie Marley, you can catch him on uh, Fox 2 as well as on 590 The Fan. Uh, 12 to 1? 12 to 1 and then kind of filling in. Filling in everywhere else, parts man. Parts of the day. Well, we love it. We appreciate you coming Thank you for coming by, brother. Thanks thanks for having me. It was fun, yeah. uh, You want to do some voting on... uh, We got some Farrah submissions.
1: Yes, Chris, let's turn it over to... First of all, let's check our Morning Melee.
0: Oh, Oh, yeah, Yeah, this this is good. I'll I'll tell you about St. Louis Counseling Services. In the meantime, if you're a business or individual looking for counseling services in the St. Louis area, be sure to check out St. Louis Counseling and check out their podcast produced right here at Midcoast Studio. That's Mental Health Matters with Tom Duff. They've had on the great Benjamin Hockman, our buddy John Henry, Corey Hirsch, Former NHL goaltender has joined. They're they also
1: had uh, nope. They had. We don't um, mind. Mind the Travis. Travis
0: Terrell yeah. was a guest. Yeah. <sighs> also check out the Static podcast with uh, Stacey Static later today at one o'clock. Yesterday she had on uh, hip hop up and comer mastermind, who's mm-hmm. a very big deal. A very big deal. Gardner, want to do some fair or foul or do we? Oh, we melee. have the, the melee. Yeah. Simple
3: question: Are ghosts real?
0: Charlie. Are ghosts
2: real? I always like to believe in all these things like Bigfoot and ghosts and all that, so I'll say
0: yes. Intern just woke up, by the way. When like, I said, oh, so ghosts say ghosts are ghosts ghosts? real? Yeah. <laughs> I say ghosts are real.
3: All right. It's 54% to 46%. Yes. The no's have it. Cowards. Oh. They're no's scared. have it.
0: They're scared. There are people are
3: Close-minded. Mm-hmm. Close-minded. <laughs> <my laughs> yell at them, Gardner. He's going Yeah, yell at them, Gardner. Shot. Come on now. Okay. Get with it, folks. You, they can be real, He's upset. and they don't have to be them, what everyone tells yeah, you they are. Them, Maybe Gardner. aliens are yes. really good at holograms, yeah. and that's Great a ghost. That's a good, we nobody, don't know that. I thought about that. It could be as simple get, as get that. But we're ass too ass dumb down. to know, mm. and for you to think you know better than that, yes. for
2: shame. He's very passionate about
3: this shame.
1: topic. Mm-hmm. It's now time to turn it over
3: to America's favorite president.
1: Oh, wow. He for fair good.
0: or foul.
1: At this defining
3: moment, Change
1: has come to America. People it's often Barack ask Obama. me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? I've got a funny story to tell is you, it by the way. There's not. Is it's, it's funny. Gardner came up with it yesterday. yesterday. Time will be a true test of its power. But true. I can't say fair or foul is now and forever. Do you guys need any voiceover work over at the radio station? <laughs> Just let me know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know down. if you're allowed in there. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs>
0: or anyone like you, oh. actually. I got boots, though. <laughs>
1: Uh Gardner made an interesting point yesterday that the Democrats, if they were smart, they would (laughs) they would tap a constitutional professor to determine whether or not they should impeach President Trump.
3: Well, I said I said they should publicly seek out the advice of a constitutional lawyer, a trained constitutional lawyer. Who do you think they would have in mind? And I said they should publicly seek out the advice. Of Barack Obama Because <laughs> then at that point I would go to Twitter immediately To see how the current president would respond I think, I think just and for my own entertainment That would be some sort of storm. The one that should... walked
0: across Charlie's face As he heard this idea is, is an all-timer for me. Because you, you know, was Here's good. the thing
3: The Dems don't have to actually do go.
0: it just you guys got another two hours?
1: Rumor, put the rumor out there, <laughs> and yeah, then just fair. watch it all just because yeah. you know the Lindsey Graham's and you know the Trump White House are going to just absolutely convulse is, if Obama's involved in this. The it's word Kenya
0: is up in
3: certain Oh, yeah. terms. oh God! Yeah. It's for my own entertainment yes, that I would I like this And to I, I am
0: with you on this. That's your nuclear. You you enjoy <laughs> chaos. Like maybe yes. sacrifice <laughs> for the rest of us to not get uh, okay. that going.
3: That, yeah, I just wanted to put it. I I didn't even tweet it. I text that would Travis be personally. the
0: perfect political Michael Gaines equivalent to Michael tweeting out that Jeff sources say Jeff oh, Fisher to TK UCLA yes. so yes, yes. that literally made it around the world. Right, that would be the political equivalent. Yes, yeah, second-tier Democratic say. operative. Sorry. There should
1: be an operative in the DNC, kind of an intern. Kind of got some sway <laughs> that slowly leaks it out that the party is reaching out to constitutional professors, and then they put in a list of like five professors, and at the bottom you see Barack Hussein like, Obama but, but do it like just to set the to world, world last, on fire.
3: Yes. Like, oh yeah, I oh, yeah I mean just somebody way. we just thought we would throw in there. I just want the reaction. <laughs> yes, is, that's all I'm asking.
1: For. <laughs> we're at the point where we're just like, what can we do just to troll the president of the yeah. United States? Yes. This is what, what if we are said a democracy?
0: What if we gave Tommy a script and had him say? sources say, and then you tweet intern says, sources say, now you're really like, oh, an intern's talking. But hold
2: on, this this happens in politics. Again, both sides, many many sides. But no matter who does something bad in a campaign or a presidency or whatever, after the fact that person is always, oh, a lowly intern. Yes. A low-level staffer. And right. I I barely right. knew that person. At all. Right. He yeah. was in there for coffee. once. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of usually how it's it goes, like,
1: anyway. In fact, <laughs> I want to go to extra step. I want Malia Obama to be the one <laughs> to quote and say, "Oh yeah, my, they reached out to my dad." Yeah. I don't want her to say it, so then everyone just sets their hair on
0: fire. As, as we looked up yes. the def- could she be a paralegal in this? Sense? Yes, she would be in this case okay. officially. I think you just whatever
3: gets me my entertainment <laughs> is what I'm looking for. This is what
0: happens when you don't drink, people. You try <laughs> and scale up. National emergency. <laughs> you try to get
1: under the skin of the President of the United I States. Won't, I won't do that. <laughs> do you want to do a movie about
3: showering here.
0: <laughs> this sounds like a movie I could star in. Yeah. No,
3: It was just, a, it was just no. an idea. I was okay. just sitting and thinking yesterday. Oh, fair enough.
0: All right, That's not very face-
3: patriotic, bro. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right, we asked you about white people who haven't seen Frasier. Okay, what about him?
3: Foul, I'm a white guy, and
0: I've never watched an episode of Frasier. Traitor. I thought we lived in a post racial society, <laughs> and I will not let my skin color determine my entertainment or life choices. All right, I got to get back to rewatching Arrested Development for the fifth time, so I have time to drive to, drive to Trader Joe's <laughs> before they close to stop by my favorite microbrewery on the way back. That's the JVL Jackal. A couple oh, more man. here, and we'll uh, give away a $10 certificate. Foul, that's like saying find me a black person who hasn't seen how Stella got her groove back. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? We have all seen TT's that <laughs> <laughs> required it watching.
1: Like <laughs> yeah, you're leaving the, the house? Meeting. No, you're not. <laughs> you ain't seen Stella. Situation
0: <laughs> now. She got it. She got it back. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think she'd ever find it. Foul. You remember that one episode of Frasier where his friend drives an hour and a half to see his studio, and Frasier hands him a gift certificate and tells him to show himself out? <laughs> 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 I had a friend Please, who listened to the show stop by yesterday during an incredibly busy, horrible time to stop by, and I. Kind of was like, so you need, do you need to help you show you out?
3: What's right. going
2: on? I have, I have to ask though, because and you're talking about if you have black people who watch quote unquote black movies, right. mm-hmm. but I don't feel like as a white person, I'm like, oh, I got to watch that white show. I mean, obviously we have a lot Charlie, of different you're gonna, options. Charlie, you oh, no. God oh, no. dang it.
0: Oh no. Okay. Privilege. I'm just talking about the, the, myself. Damn it, Charlie. Privilege. You just set me back six oh, months. No. What I'm saying is, no. Frazier. Do, do you want my camera, Travis? I'm sure it was
2: a great show. I'm not like, I got to watch my white show. Mm.
0: Everything while wrong? while you have sensibilities, now you've opened the door for the extremists. I'm, Go ahead, Trev
1: Gardner. Clip that off. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie, Charlie. See, Charlie woke, baby. Charlie, he almost too woke. He woke. See, <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to say the highest form of privilege is not knowing that you that all your options are white movies and. Is that where you were going to go uh, with I was,
1: it? Look, Chris, I'm not putting words. I was in like B rabbit. I'm just.
0: <laughs> I was like B rabbit in Eight Mile. I took away your power before you. If you, can you use listen it long me. enough,
1: the truth will speak to you.
0: Oh. <laughs> Neither do I, because that episode doesn't exist. Probably because producers <laughs> knew the viewers would think Frazier's being a real dick with a stupid face twitch. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Look, shots fired. On an unrelated note, great scene yesterday, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the black sheep. Uh, let's go ahead and vote on those. Travel who you got? $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Let's
1: keep the party going. Black Sheep gets my vote.
0: Oh, my. Uh, and big thanks to Tech Electronics for this wonderful studio that uh, they helped us outfit. here. Nice. How's the lighting? You it's okay great. with that? Look great. Look how Charlie yeah. looks, great man, look at the Charlie looks, yeah. man.
1: in great shape, by the way, too, man. All right, you still got that athlete bod, man. Mm-hmm. You got it. You ain't trying. got dad bod
2: at all, man. You
0: nice. Mm. <laughs> Gardner? Black Sheep. Mr. Marlowe, did you hear what Was one that the Trader Joe's one? one? No, that was JBL Jackal. I like that one. Okay. What did you have? I had Black Sheep. Black Sheep wins ten dollars. The buzz Ooh, is Wine Girl. Don't daddy. pick it up in person because I don't have time <laughs> for you. That's the only reason why I voted for him. I want to, I have to, come, back. <laughs> you have to come back and get it. Huge thanks to Charlie Marlowe, everybody. Woo-hoo! Again, Great to check be him here. out uh, Monday through Friday on five ninety The Fan and on uh, Fox Two now. Online on Twitter, all that goes to, at uh, Charlie underscore. Charlie Marlowe underscore. Charlie Marlowe underscore on Twitter. Gardner, how do you feel about the show today? Uh, okay. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow live on the live stream at 8 a.m. Thanks, everybody.
3: Peace.